the love of the game. It flows through our veins and fills our lungs. It brings us to our feet and sometimes our knees. But behind every thrilling point, there is strength and security. The card Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina members have trusted for over 80 years with the tools and plans to make healthcare easy. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. Live fearless. Proud supporter of fans across North Carolina. It's Monday, October 16th. You're tuned in to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Ware. It's Monday quarterbacking, and on today's show, we're going to take a look basically at the scores from this past Saturday's game, and I'll give you some uh, some of my comments and some of my thoughts from some of the games on Tuesday. We call it Takeaway Tuesday, so on tomorrow, I'll give you some takeaways from the week that was week seven of the HBCU football season. Alabama A&M, don't look now, but Alabama A&M has won three of its last four ball games. They defeat Mississippi Valley State 49-14. to And while some of the opponents may not have been great, the bottom line is Alabama A&M has put itself in position to challenge for the SWAC's Eastern Division. Next up for Alabama A&M uh, is a bye week, and then in two weeks – they're going to take on Alabama State in the annual Magic City Classic. And uh, we'll talk more about Alabama State a little bit later on in the podcast. Cheney, just been a rough season for Cheney. After opening the season with a win over Lincoln of Pennsylvania, they lose another PSAC game, this time to Shippensburg, 56 to nothing. Don't look now, but West Virginia State playing some pretty good football in the Mountain East. They defeat Concord 47 to 29 if you heard our podcast from last week um, I had Matt Kinnick uh, as my top five player to watch or the number five player to watch I should say at the midway point he continues to do well as West Virginia State continues to win they are now the Yellow Jackets four and three they're three and three in the Mountain East Fayetteville State behind the running of Stevie Green 120 yards rushing they defeat Johnson C. Smith, forty-one to sixteen. Stevie Green is really, really good. He's one of one of the more underrated backs in all of HBCU football. He's got almost nine hundred yards rushing in seven games for the Broncos. As a matter of fact, ten rushing touchdowns. Also, Morgan State off the snide. Its first victory of the season, defeating Savannah State, forty-eight to twenty-eight. It was homecoming in. Baltimore, Elijah Staley, the quarterback, three touchdown passes in the game for the Bears. St. Augustine's defeated Winston-Salem State 17-14. Right now, the Falcons are 3-1 in the CIAA Southern Division. And while it's their division for the taking, all St. Augs has to do is win out. It's easier said than done. They still have... The, the rivalry game, of course, against Shaw, which we'll talk more about Shaw in a moment here. But to be able to beat Winston-Salem State, I think, you know, I think, I don't think Winston-Salem State's going to win the Southern Division uh, this year. I, I think it's going to be another team, and it could possibly be St. Augustine's who has put itself in great position, a big win at home against the two-time defending CIAA champion Winston-Salem State Rams. Shaw defeated Livingstone 35-14. The Bears even their record in CIAA play at 
two and two. And again, uh, the Bears, again, the Bears also have their destiny in their own hands. If they went out, which would mean a win against St. Augustine's, um, they would win the Southern Division uh, as well with only two losses. With only two losses, well, I shouldn't say they have it. Ra- they they would have it wrapped up if they went out. St. Augustine certainly would. Shaw, eh, kind of depends. But the Bears playing rather well right now, as a matter of fact, in Adrian Jones' second season in Raleigh. Virginia Union continues to improve, defeating Chowan 35-10 and keeping their hopes alive in the CIAA's Northern Division. Weber, er, Edward Waters takes another loss there in a new conference this year. Only one win for the Tigers. They lose to Weber International 16-9. Elizabeth City State gets back on the right track. A 56-18 victory over Lincoln of Pennsylvania. The struggles continue for Lincoln of Pennsylvania. Alcorn State defeats Prairie View A&M 34-21. This was a big-time game. More than 20,000 at Alcorn State for this game. And Alcorn State continues to roll in that Eastern Division, in the SWAC's Eastern Division. Meanwhile, boy, Prairie View A&M now... They have now have two losses. They came off that loss last week against Grambling State. They really needed to win this game to keep their hopes alive in the Western Division. Uh, and their hopes, I think, are all but shot now with the loss to Alcorn State. Langston remains undefeated on the season, now 6-0, 44-17 over Texas College. I expect to see Langston continue to receive more votes in the box-to-row media poll. Miles defeated Kentucky State 35 to nothing. The struggles for Kentucky State continue. Donald Hill Ely, the interim head football coach now at Alabama State after the firing of Brian Jenkins last week. The Hornets off the schneid. They had to come from behind to defeat Texas Southern 23-16 on the road, no less. That's a big win for the Hornets, who now, uh, again, are are, are uh, have one win now on the the season. Albany State continues to get back, get its mojo back. Uh, they have won now, won three straight games, defeating Morehouse 34 to 10. It was Benedict over Clark Atlanta 14 to 3. That Eastern Division is rocking and rolling. I think we're going to see a really good showdown, perhaps, for the uh, right to play in the SIAC championship game in a couple of weeks when Albany State and Benedict meet. Howard gets back to its winning ways, defeating Delaware State in the shootout 52-23. to Kaylin Newton, uh, very good in this game. Uh, I tell you what, Howard able to put up a lot of points, 52. We know that their offense is capable of putting up some points. Fort Valley State defeated Lane 37-14. to North Carolina Central defeated Gardner-Webb at home 24-17. to One of those rare out-of-conference games uh, towards the latter part of the season, and the Eagles, the defending MEAC champions, continue their winning ways. The Battle of the Bay saw Hampton defeating Norfolk State 16-14. to A big win for Hampton means they stay atop the MEAC, uh, in t- right atop the MEAC. Meanwhile, Norfolk State with one loss. That's uh, I-, I tell you what, I believe in the MEAC this year. Zero losses again will win the MEAC championship. In the box to row national game of the week uh, in Ettrick, Virginia, or Petersburg, Virginia, Virginia State defeated Bowie State 
in that uh, football game, a shootout, 47-35. to 35. Uh, Cook, the quarterback for Virginia State, special. Five touchdowns in the ball game. He had three of those or two of those passing, three of those rushing. Uh, despite Amir Hall's four touchdown passes, uh, Virginia State. I thought it was going to be a low-scoring affair. I think both defenses are underrated, but their offense is way high-powered. And uh, Virginia State uh, now controls its destiny in the Northern Division. Virginia State wins out. They win the CIAA's Northern Division. Central State gets its first victory of the season, defeating Arkansas Pine Bluff 40-35. to The struggles continue for Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, wow, it, it, just to think this was a program that just five years ago won the SWAC championship, and they have struggled mightily since then. North Carolina A&T defeating Florida A&M 31-20. It was homecoming in Tallahassee. Florida A&M played well. Very impressed with Florida A&M, especially their defense, but the Aggies continue to roll. They stay atop the MEAC and they are 7-0 on the season. Um, certainly expect them to be ranked number one in both the box-to-row coaches and media polls when they are released. Lincoln of Missouri falling to Missouri S&T in a conference matchup, 37-3. Lincoln was at home in that game in a low-scoring affair. Bethune-Cookman defeated South Carolina State 12-9 as Bethune-Cookman keeps its hopes alive for a MEAC championship. South Carolina State can about forget about it at this point with a 1-3 MEAC mark. You talk about struggles. I don't think there's any team that is struggling as much right now as Jackson State. They get embarrassed in the fifth quarter classic in Mobile, Alabama by Tuskegee, 33-7. to uh, Boy, it is just tough there in Jackson, Mississippi right now. And because, I mean, any other time you would say, oh, that's that's not a bad loss because Tuskegee, Tuskegee has a great program. They continue to beat FCS programs. The problem is Tuskegee not that great this year, and their offense is really not that great this year, yet they're able to put up 33 points on Jackson State. The struggles continue for Tennessee State this year. They fall in a conference matchup to Austin P, 21 to 17. Any shot of the Tigers contending for an OVC championship this year are all but gone. So that's a look at the HBCU scoreboard for Week Seven on tomorrow. It is Takeaway Tuesday. Continue to stay logged on to BoxToRow.com, and we'll have, of course, the BoxToRow National Player of the Week and all kinds of goodies. On BoxToRow.com, if you're on Twitter, follow us at BoxToRow. And when talking about this particular podcast or any of our podcasts, use hashtag HBCU125. I'll talk with you tomorrow.